It is Sunday, September 8th, and this is The Rally. Hey everybody, Adam Giardino with you, and it is time for the last episode of The Rally. Thanks for making us part of your spring and summer, and even into the fall, where the rail rider season has come to a close. The curtain's been drawn on 2019, as Durham knocked off the rail riders 17-2 yesterday in what was a convincing, decisive sweep, three-game sweep over the Rail Riders. The highlights were few and far between, and it started early with Durham scoring four runs in the first inning off of Nick Nelson, who needed 43 pitches to get through the first inning. But then the Rail Riders sparked a little rally in the bottom half. A walk by Bravik Valera began the first. Tyro Estrada then singled. It was a strikeout to Kyle Higashioka, and the next man up, the veteran, the leader in the clubhouse, who we will hear from later on in this podcast, Eric Kratz. Runners on the corners. First toss to Eric Kratz. Line drive, center field, base hit. Estrada will take second and single by Eric Kratz. Scranton Wilkesbury is on the board. Rail Riders trail it 4-1 to one here in the home half of the first inning. The next man up, Mandia Alvarez, walked, and the bases were loaded for the Rail Riders. They had the go-ahead run up in that first inning, but back-to-back strikeouts ended the threat, and the Rail Riders ultimately never found footing thereafter. Durham made it 11-1 in the fifth inning, and after the Rail Riders played it a run in the eighth, They gave up six runs in the ninth, so 17-2 was the final in a game that was played before 4,473 fans in Muzik in a game that took three hours and 17 minutes to complete. Before yesterday's game, our very own Joe Basile had a chance to sit down and chat with that veteran leader in the clubhouse, Eric Kratz. Both teams traveled overnight from Durham, North Carolina to get up to Scranton-Wilkes-Barre, and with both teams feeling the same effects, It wasn't one team getting worse travel than the other. We wanted to know from Eric what the pulse and the vibe was like in that Rail Riders clubhouse after a late night coming back home. Besides tired, um, you know, I think you're always looking for, when you're down 2-0, you're looking for, you know, little little advantages that you can get. And, you know, you're coming back home to familiar surroundings. You sleep in your bed or at least your hotel room that you're used to um and i think some of that stuff kind of kind of propels us to having having a you know a brighter outlook than being down 2-0 yeah i was gonna say having won the division especially with all the games on tuesday and and how that played out but having to go on the road for games one and two how tough is that again to be the team that you know won your division but still have to go on the road for the first two games it's tough. Um, it's one of those things, you know, we still have the advantage. We have three games at home. Uh, so I don't think it's any any more or less of an advantage, but you go on the road and, you know, you try to get – we had we had an opportunity to win both those games. Um, you know, the first one got away from us at the end. Uh, but, you know, last night's game we definitely had a, had an opportunity to win it and, you know, we came up short. And so that's – that's, that is what it is. You know, you kind of just play each game pitch by pitch, especially in the playoffs like this. Take a step back to Tuesday's game against Syracuse. Of course, you came through with the eventual game-winning hit in the bottom of the eighth inning. Just what was that experience like? We, we've talked to both managers here over the last couple of days, but for you on the bench and then to be a big part of it, just how surreal was both of those comebacks in the seventh and eighth? Yeah, surreal is a good good word. You know, it's something that's... 
you always you always think you have a shot at coming back, but you never you know you never know exactly how it's going to happen. And it's the same thing. It's the old adage of pitch by pitch. You you know you slowly wear them down. I think we got a little bit of help by the fact that every time one of their pitchers you know threw three or four balls, that they got someone else up in the bullpen. You know I think it's a situation where they probably could have stuck with one of their guys a little bit longer, but each guy that came in had a little bit probably a little bit more pressure on them you know so I think it's something that we we were able to take advantage of that and not try to try to be nobody tried to be the hero too soon in the game speaking of guys feeling pressure tonight's starting pitcher for the rail riders Nick Nelson's made a handful of starts in AAA just I know you've caught him once so far but what is it that he brings just from your perspective from behind the plate I think he knows what he wants to do. I think his his stuff is obviously above average. I mean, he's throwing the ball really hard. He's got a sharp breaking ball, and his change-up's above average. So it's something that is – his stuff is there. His ability to know what he wants to do is there. But, you know, for him, it's just going to be execution. If he can execute his locations, I think he has – it's a really good matchup for him. We're here with Rail Riders catcher Eric Kratz and continuing just to talk about the matchup. What is it that – specifically Nick but everyone on the pitching staff needs to do taking it one game at a time tonight to make sure to force a game forward tomorrow what's what are the two or three most important things throw strikes just like any other game um stay within yourself and and the biggest thing I think will be understand the situation understand when you have a base open sometimes it's harder to see a base open when it's when it's first and second, you know, you don't think there's any bases open. But, you know, in the playoffs, that's that's kind of how it is. You know, you have you have a base open. You can use that to your advantage if the next matchup is a little bit better. And, you know, all that just comes down to execution. And and I think that's that'll be the biggest thing tonight. When you face a game like this, is it is it hard to have that looseness and not maybe feel the pressure of, it being a must-win game here, like what's the biggest challenge toward making sure that that doesn't kind of get to you? Uh, I mean, if you're trying to figure it out right now, I think it's probably too late. <laughs> I think it's the it's the fact that you go about every game during the season, 140 games, like you have to win each game, you know, and so it, it alleviates some of the pressure when you do have to win the game. And but we we have. We have some experience to, to lean back on because we had a must-win game in the 141 game, and, you know, we somehow pulled that one out. Big thanks to Eric for being our pregame guest yesterday. And, again, thanks to you for making the rally part of your spring and summer all summer long. Thanks to Joe Vasile and Adam Marco, two members of the Rail Riders broadcast team, along with myself. I'm Adam Giardino. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at... Adam Giardino, G-I-A-R-D-I-N-O. Thanks for listening, and the next time we will talk to you is next April on the Rail Riders Radio Network. We'll talk to you then.